Welcome back, Red Sox Nation. It's opening day, the wait is over, and your Boston Red Sox are ready to make a run at another title. This is Red Sox Rap 360. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Panda. 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 back, Panda. Panda. back. Panda. 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 On a couple fronts, okay. I'm I'm really kind of crazed in March with college basketball. Fair enough, you know. Fair and enough. then then that merges into April, and I'm excited about opening day. A little less so because of opening with uh, interleague. Odd. It's yeah, very it's weird, odd. Yeah. It really just kind of takes a little of the gusto out. Yeah, of it's a little me. strange, you know. And you know, usually I can kind of like ease into the season because the Sox usually open on the road because mm-hmm. it's too cold in Boston or whatever, right, you know. Right. And, then, and, you know, so you get like a week of baseball, and then the home opener comes. Right. And then you fight it up. And then you get the next Monday, you got Patriots. Right. Day. Boom, mm-hmm. and you fight it up. So then I get into it. But also it's like, you know, NBA and NHL time right now. And the, the, the bees, are, bees, the bees are fighting for on. their playoff lives right now. Are they going to choke for the third straight year in a row in the last week? That remains to be seen. Do you, do you need a, do you need a quick non Red Sox purge for you need to you need a Patriots purge or anything? We'll Patriots purge? Right no, I'm good. I'm okay. good. I'm good. Okay. It's Red Sox wrapped three sixty. Damn right it is, and I'll tell you what, we're excited about uh, getting the best pitcher on the market and one, Mister Chris Sale. It's big doings. Dealer Dave does not disappoint. He knew he's going to get rid of some prospects, bring in some studs. He did it. He's done just that. I mean, he's he's bought and sold at quite a clip, but uh, you got to feel good about the outlook heading into the season. Aside from these, uh, this little bit of an injury bug going around, oh. it's got you a little. Let's put a concerned. button in the injury bug. Let's try and keep it on the. Let's get excited, no. Chris Sale. You got to be excited about that. Got to I mean, be. We excited. got some some big names and some big arms at the top of the rotation. Nothing to uh, shake a something at. And you <laughs> know, I mean, years past, it's like I, I I've been gun shy with you know the Luke Goldman trades, you know Jeff Bagwell for Larry Anderson stuff like that. Right, I right. mean, I think those are more like deals that are done. At the deadline, you can get really fleeced in. Yeah. But, you know, this being an off-season deal and something they thought out, and you look at the roster, it's like you got these young kids kind of gelling at the right time. Oh, yeah. It's like there is a window here to be World Series contenders for, here sure. for the next, you know, five, seven years when you put together this no top deal. of the rotation, you know. And I hope Sale, especially because of the, you know, injury to Price, can hit the ground running, you know, because yes. like Porcello two years ago and Price last year, there was a little bit of an acclimating, right. you know, period right. to the to the city or you know just having to play for you know a team where the fans are very knowledgeable, and, right. you know, just in your shit twenty four seven, you know, so all day, every day, all day, all day, um, but I mean. So I'm stoked. So I'm hoping he can. He seems like the type of bulldog that he's just laser focused on I mean, the, the job at intense. hand. And like, okay, I'm going to let Dave, Dave Price do the PR. Right. You know, Ricky P, I know you're a guy that kind of likes to stay in the shadows. You're next up. Fair enough. You know, and just be quiet. Right. I mean, I, I mean, the flip side of it is we give up, you know, 
one of the top prospects in baseball, Young Mankata, and mm-hmm. you know Kopech, who throws 105 miles an hour. The other guy, Basabe, who was kind of pretty good, I read about, and then the other guy, I don't know too much. Feels about. like we uh, may have dealt a couple of potential PED bosses down the line, and we got those. <laughs> we got those <laughs> off the deck. You know what I mean? Like wow. Couple forty game suspensions. We'll let we'll let the uh, right. you know the White Sox handle this. I mean, it's it's a lot easier to get. <laughs> um, it's a lot easier to to get behind it. You know, now that we saw Mancada up at the end of last year, not hitting any right. breaking pitches. You know, absolutely. So. I think the other thing is, I mean, it's always tough. You want to keep these kids and watch them develop. It's a natural thing. You know, you want to see these. Little birds fly one day from a seedling. Yes, but that said, I mean, you hit on it. We got we have such a healthy balance right now of young studs and some you know some wily veterans, and I feel like it's a you know we got all the right things. And if if health proves to be a good thing, then yeah. We definitely can make some noise this year. They got all the pieces. For sure, for sure. For sure. Gangs, thanks for dropping in on us um, for our first show of the year for the Red Sox season. The Obviously, Denny Harris. I'm Mike Conley. Denny, why don't you tell the people how they can get in touch with you and whatnot? Sure thing. Yeah, I'm on Twitter still at DHAAS, D-E-E-H-A-A-S. And Mike... I heard there's a rumor you're on Twitter now. Oh, is that? That's only a rumor. Only a rumor. rumor. It is. But, one of uh, these days. <laughs> one of these days, this will actually, down here in the lower third, will actually connect to me. A little ad we're Mike not, Conley, We're not maybe. there just yet. But, um, yeah, hit up DHaas. You want to, I mean, this is our weekly relevance discussion on all things Red Sox. You want to steer that discussion in a different direction, hit up DHaas on his Twitter. You can hit us up in the YouTube chat room if you're following with us live. If not, uh, listening during the week and stuff, hit us up, uh, you know, in the YouTube comments or in the AfterBuzz comments and stuff like that. Yes, sir. And uh, let us know what you're excited about about this Red Sox season. We are stoked. Um, so, all right, you got into the injury bug. Well, guy I want to start with, you might think it's David Price, but kind of staying on the theme of the off-season transactions. Sure thing. Another guy I was excited about bringing into the folds one was Tyler Thornburg. Yeah. You know, and that, I mean, we we got rid of, you know, kind of a, a show favorite here in, in the Mayor Ding Dong City for that guy. Yes, he is you your know? boy, Travis Shaw. And, and is another guy in that deal. Mauricio Dubron, who's been a little bit of a spring hero for us the last couple of years, and I, I almost hate to see him go. But I love Thornburg. I'm excited. The guy was like twelve Ks per nine last year, right? Type of guy we need to bring in. It seems like not just last year, but re- in recent years, we've had a tough bit of luck when it comes to bringing in, you know, top tier relievers, and then they get injured. Before the season begins, that, that's been a streak going back. I don't know if it's been every single year, but I can think of five or six guys off the top of my head where that's happened. Let me have them. Negative. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never mean, call the, a man's bluff. When you think <laughs> when, I mean, uh, last season uh, it happened. Carson right? Smith. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's his knuckle? I don't know. Don't call me out on five or six. I okay. can think of two. We'll two go with three. one. <laughs> one. Okay. Good job. Who was playing at home? Who was playing at home? <laughs> the uh, so. Yeah, so this is very much like a Carson Smith scenario. You know, you're excited right. about him being the eighth inning guy to get to Kimbrel and stuff last season, and then this season we're thinking about Thurnberg bringing that guy. Boom, no dice. Right. He's injured. So there's another uh, 12K per nine inning guy from last season who was a free agent there that the Red Sox didn't decide to sign, and he signed for a very modest one year, six million dollar deal. Can you tell me who that is? Is it Ziegler? No, it is Koji Uehara, oh, our coach, old man. friend. Yeah, going into year forty two. The age factor 
obviously is a thing, but you Why hate to see this? you hate to see that guy gone. I mean, I know there's been durability issues and stuff, but right. when he's in there, the guy's effective. You know, I mean, just keep him to about 50 innings, 55 innings. Right. You know, he can't be that workhorse for it's you. It's a modern-day way. He can know? be that kind of, like, in emergency break glass. And, like, you know, in a situation like this, he can be a backup closer or your backup right. uh, setup guy. You know, I mean, the guy's still pretty filthy. And, you know, it's and, – and what, what? I mean – to, to free up a roster spot for, like, Ben Taylor. We couldn't use Koji Urahara on yeah. a one-year deal. Yeah. I mean, just to smooth it over. I mean, now we're, like, banking on guys like Joe Kelly and Matt Bonds. Dudes are retreads. We've seen what they've done. Now they're going to have to develop, especially with the injuries now. You know, maybe down the line, Thornburg and Smith can come back and be something. But until then, Joe Kelly and Matt Bonds is like, ah. Yeah, we're counting on eighth. We're, we're counting we on, are counting on It's not necessarily where you want it to be. Whew. Not necessarily where you want it to be. You know, it was that little security blanket of having, uh, you know, Koji back there. And now Tazawa's gone, too. Taz is a guy, as I often harp on the fact that I feel like he's been undervalued throughout his uh, Sox tenure. And I hate to see that guy go. He was always a steady president. You know, had some moments of inconsistency, but pretty steady guy overall. Undervalued and overused. So he has, like, Definitely. a lot of mileage, you know. So Absolutely. I would have been fine with seeing that go. But, I mean, the... Kochi catches lightning in a bottle for a six to eight week stretch when nobody can touch him. Right. You know, during the season. And then, like, uh, you know, and right. even when he's not hot, he's he's not that bad, you right. know? But, anyways, wow. I'm I mean, trying- obviously, Theo was like, yeah, no problem. Pluck. Because he's got some question marks over there bringing in Wade Davis. You know, that ain't the Wade Davis from a few years ago, but. Uh, anyways, uh, so Thornburg injury bug, obviously David Price. So now it's looking like, what, he's going to be back May at the earliest? Yeah, I mean, that stuff has to worry you. I don't know if I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but I start to think the worst with him. Obviously, that's natural based on the, the initial reports that were coming in on his, whether it was going to be surgery, et cetera. But I start thinking, you know, Carl Crawford scenarios with this guy Ooh. where, you know, it's just Ooh. the huge contract. Underperforming injuries. I mean, keep your phone on, Dodgers. Do, 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 do. The um, yeah. I mean, what about that? Like the first time something came up, and like they went and checked them out, and they said something like, "You have an extraordinary elbow," or something like that. Yeah, that he had like some too, type right? of magic elbow where yeah. you wouldn't have to need the surgery or something. Yeah, and then it's like that's kind of dissipated a little bit. The magic elbow. Talk. Funny how that works. And so now, I mean, so. I mean, I think he can wait a little bit longer right. just because of the fact if we lose him, we're going to lose him right. You know, right. for a whole year. So it's like, do I care if he's back in mid? Fair enough. You know, Because, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, I, I, I hope he can come back. I kind of like the idea. It's such a long season of getting those, you know, bolsters to the to the lineup, right. to the, the rotation, you know, at various points of the season. I, I You know, I just kind of enjoy that part of it but yeah it's like you wanted you to know. miss a month now or do it down the road kind of thing you know it's like celtics acquired the deadline oh but they added avery bradley what's up oh cross sport references hello uh i'm excited anyways um big win go cells go cells uh so and you know so just put in the kids gloves but and then if it turns out he's going to need surgery you know pull the cord right you know by June 1st. Right. You know, so he, then we can get him hopefully back by the all-star break the following year. You know? Fair it enough. It could be something. But, and oh, now, man. one of last season's big moves, Pomerantz, 
you're worrying about him now too. I mean, and what what is going on with the Padres? They're just allowed to like trade damaged goods to people. I don't know what's happening. And and like they got one rip. Like they had to send somebody back right. to Florida because they tried to fleece them. Yeah, they offered the Sox to go back at the end of last year, but we just needed Pomerant so much that yeah. we were like, whatever, you know. But in hindsight, you know, I wouldn't mind having Anderson Espinosa. Yeah, once I look on Espinosa, this. I don't know if he's gonna be up with. Uh, San Diego. Yeah, this I don't year. know if he'll be making any appearances, but but, but I'm trying to forget that we ever had him. <laughs> so is Dumbo. <laughs> so is Dumbo. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I mean, somebody just get the Padres in line. I mean, fines or you know, rip some draft picks. I, I don't know, but I mean, right. that's this is this is bad ball. You know? I mean, apparently Pomerantz may make his first start. Right, that's the outlook right now. He's on the 10 day DL, and he the way it lines up, he may end up exactly. Yeah, because they put him in like you know with a few days going in spring yeah. training. That nice ten day DL, you're gonna see a lot of those. Yeah, a lot of those uh, you know shoulder impingement type things yes. come up. Is that what he's got? Another somebody's got an impingement. Uh, he's I think he's like a forearm dealio. Is isn't it? Is Thornberg impingement? Yeah, I think you're right. And you know also when Thornberg went down, there's all this talk of like the shoulder program. Yes. Yeah. That's so, a weird story there. Yeah. Yeah. It was like when he when we signed him, they sent him. Did you hear that? It's such a weird story. Yeah. They sent him. They emailed him. I mean, this is like a major league baseball organization. Yeah. They emailed the guy the training program. Okay. And he apparently misinterpreted that that he should be doing all these exercises, but not necessarily in one day. But he was supposed to be doing them every day, dude. Like it's some junior high stuff. You think like maybe they'd give him a jingle? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like yeah. major league. Isn't there a strength and conditioning coach making six figures a yeah, year? Yeah, like that. Can, like, oh, hey, just guys, wanted to I, check up on my yeah. email. I sent him the PDF. He's good. He's good. It's like what? Uh, yeah. It's I mean, to, what is that? NCAA regs where you can like only talk to him a certain time. I, there it, probably is. It's the strange. Media, the, it's strange. Union, but I mean, jeez. But so apparently that was a whole thing, and he came in, and then when he realized that. Wow. Yeah, he so he basically that was the deal, right? He before he started throwing with them, they were like, Oh no, dude, we do this every day. Wow. So then he's got the old dead arm. I don't know. Don't don't ask Tyler Thunberg uh, to uh, babysit <laughs> your kids there, uh, anybody else. Oh, it's just a walk. Oh. <laughs> so do wow. yeah, I mean, that story to me is ridiculous on, oh. on both accounts. Yeah. I mean, so so if that isn't the case and they're trying to like cover up something, what are they trying to cover up? The fact like Oh, our shoulder program hurts shoulders. I mean, I'm I'm not an expert on shoulder programs, but that seems like the number one thing is you want to develop healthy shoulders. Yes, <laughs> and not it's a fair, it's not a fair impinge assessment. shoulders. You do not want as the number them. one thing up there. Just a strange. That's some bush league stuff, though. You email the guy. I don't know. Talking I, some I bush league some, stuff, man. That's he's bush, a bush league. league, man. Seems strange to me. Seems very odd. Yeah. Anyhow. But so we we talk, we came in strong with the panda song. I don't know, I mean, uh, you it know, might be, it might be time to talk about the man of myth. I, I'm another guy I'm trying to forget about. The, uh, <laughs> it's, no, I'm 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 kind of I'm optimistic. You know, yeah. I, I I don't think it's unheard of that we can get you know twenty bombs out of the guy and have a three fifty you know mm-hmm. on base percentage. You know, that's what we need. And you know, not an astronomical amount of errors. Right. Okay. Like keep it under fifteen errors for, and we can stomach it. Fair enough. Okay. Setting the bar nice and comfortably low. Very low. Yes. But I mean I I think those are attainable, you know, and that should be what is the Bazaar set in his uh contract. Yes. You know? That it should be more performance based, you know? I mean when, 
it's going to be interesting to see how sports are in in like 20 years because you know this new generation they're all about playing on the on the computer so esports is going to be off the chain and they're going to be making like you know eight eight figure salaries so. and, uh, yeah and then there's going to be like I, I came around probably like 30 years too early because i might be like you know, good enough in the old broken down league. Like maybe they're broadcasting on couple cable access. There it's like, go. oh, the highest paid player in the league, <laughs> seventy five grand a year, making still, the big bucks, still draining it from deep. <laughs> uh, if he's in the building, he's in range. <laughs> um, so the panda, I- I'm just trying to forget about him over there. I figure, hey, you know, you were once pretty good player. Try and be that again. Yes. You know, um, we'll see. I'm excited, obviously, about the outfield. How can you not be? Uh, the Killer Bees. How can you not be? We got some number changes going on there. Jackie Bradley's going to be wearing 19 this year. Ben Attendee, 16. Ben Attendee, I saw today, 10th left fielder in 10 years on opening day. If, if Should he be the left fielder? Yeah, he will be. 10, 10 lefty, left fielders in 10 years. That's interesting. Yeah, it's pretty surprising, actually. Well, lock it down for the next 10. Yeah, let's it's going to so. be that Paisano out there. Um, hey. Hey, buddy. How can you not be excited though? I mean that the young talent is deep and it's high end and it's exciting. Yes. It is exciting. Uh, studs in the rotation, studs scattered throughout, potent lineup. These boys are going to make some noise. Michael, I'm looking for Erod to really emerge here in this early season because we really need him to. You know, with the suspect, you know, of Pomerantz's health. You know, Price we know is going to be out there. Yeah, the Red Sox mod acquisition. Uh, bringing in some, um, you know, major league pitching depth because you didn't really want that first line of depth being into those yeah. those retread lefties we've been having in AAA yeah. the last couple of years. The Brian Johnsons, the Henry Owens, the Eliashes of the uh, of the world, who I think just got put on the ten day deal. Yeah, but um, but bringing in Kyle Kendrick, yeah, you know, he's looked good. A guy that you know kind of remember coming up with the Phils as a real youngster in yeah. like pennant races. I think he started a, a postseason game as like a rookie year, and you know looking good early on. Yeah. But it's kind of been kind of falling off, but had a great spring, uh, and so it, he could be in that rotation uh, sooner rather than later. The thing with him is Looks like it. he's got a June fifteenth opt out, which is interesting. I, I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Yeah. I, I'm sure it exists, but like a mid-season opt-out. Yeah, it's it could pretty, be. It's pretty, pretty amazing, you know, because it's like he comes up and has a few good starts, and then he's like, hey, peace out, guys. Deuces. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> great, 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 great half season. Deuces. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little strange. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's such an enjoyable time the first two months of the season. Then he wants to ink up for the rest of the year. And I mean, he's he's on the wrong side of 30, so he's got to be looking for chances to win, and the Red Sox definitely have that. They do indeed, my friend. They do indeed. The the um, <laughs> sparkling analysis, as usual, here on uh, Sunday nights from <laughs> one Mr. Denny Harris. We'll be they here on Sunday nights for indeed. all season, gang, at uh, you know roughly 10 past 10 Eastern time. Uh, check us out there. We'll probably be going later on days where the uh, – Sox play the late game on ESPN, but we'll keep you posted on that stuff. Um, what? Who is exciting you this year? Uh, you can't say Mookie Betts because he's exciting everybody, but who is going to go above and beyond expectations this year? I mean, the expectations are pretty high, so that's a tough question. It is, it is. Uh, pa- I, I'm, I'm in the panda camp right now as far okay. as maybe, you know, comeback player of the year kind of noise. Okay. 
It's total optimism. I'll probably sing a different tune next week. I like it. But, uh, yeah, I'm high. obviously everyone's excited about Benny, you know, out and left. Bringing the stick, bringing that. I mean, his, the kid's cool as a cucumber, as they say. And that's, you know, you got to love the way he carries himself. Um, man, the team is stocked. I'm interested to see what happens behind the behind the dish, you know, um, as the season progresses. Yeah. I don't know, Mike. I mean, I'm I'm excited across the board. It's hard to pin pin down one thing. Also, going to be interesting to see how things work out over at the uh, you know the one bag. That's yeah. I was just going to get into that. It's interesting because I mean now you know with Poppy gone, his ridiculous production as a forty year old man last year, forty year old virgin. Uh, you know, hey um, he's taking care of that in time, and I'm sure you've seen those uh, those tennis ads, right? Yes. He's just he's just knocking down middle aged women at the, at the country club, literally and figuratively. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so to use that lose that mammoth production, it's like wow, where do you go? And you can't really find right. that on the open market except maybe once Edwin Encarnacion was gone. You know? Yeah, which by the way, he went for three years at sixty mil. I could have, I the I think the Sox could have been in on something right. like that. Three years doesn't seem like a lot. Twenty mil a year, not exorbitant. Right. That it went to I, Cleveland, right? It went to Cleveland. Yeah. Kind of interesting. And they let Napoli, a good clubhouse guy, them just move along. Mm. And Napoli's a guy who signed for eight and a half million for a one year deal, which is crazy. He yeah. had like 30, 35 bombs yeah, last year. Crazy. I thought he was going to ink like a two year, $30 million deal somewhere. So did he, probably. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. But he goes back to the Rangers. I think the Rangers get a steal on that. The Rangers are going to be a tough team. I really like them in the West. Come down to them in uh, Houston in the West. Houston. Um, a lot of young studs there. But. What do you think about the uh, Sox in the division this year? Who's going to be the biggest challenge? Oh, oh, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, in the division, I on paper you got to think it's Toronto, maybe Baltimore. People are, you know, you can never sleep on the Yanks, it's the young town, sons of bees. Oh man, it's, you know, I hope they get buried. But you know, I guess uh, let me just name every team in the division. <laughs> I think I think Toronto though, as far as like you know, they still have even without Encarnacion, they still have a pretty good lineup and. They got some young studs, good rotation. I mean, that the, maybe the most slept on rotation in the game. Yep. Um, and Baltimore, they got some pop. We'll see though. They don't necessarily have the the depth at the and the uh, rotation. So, I think one you know one A would be Toronto. Personally, that's my assessment. Yeah, I mean that that seems about right. They do have some some good guys in the in the rotation with uh, Strada and you know Sanchez off his sick year last year. J. Right. Happ had a lot of wins and. Um, but um, yeah, the Yankees, man, they really retooled at the deadline last year, and I hate to see it. I mean, mm-hmm. I hope they empty out a bunch of those prospects and go after like Quintana, who I don't think is that good. Who's kind of right. like the, the the darling at the ball, the ball right now, the bell of the ball. Hello, darling at the ball, and uh, you know, and and burn those guys doing that, but because they, they have like a stock farm system, now. Oh, yeah. it's pretty ridiculous. I, I do think they are pretty thin in the rotation, though. Yes, and that, that especially the back end of that rotation, and they can be had. They can be had. So I, I'm, I, I, but what I was thinking was going to be, you know, a nice cozy five years of futility out of out of the Bronx. It's not looking like happen. it's only going to be like two years, and yeah. it's kind of kind of a bummer. And if it they, was taking me back to my cozy like '80s <laughs> days of like Don Mattingly, you know, where they just were awful. They're in that position where if they overachieve in the first half, too, they're you know they're stocked enough where they can start making some moves and making some noise. So it's we'll true. We'll it's true. Oof. 
But yeah, I'm definitely in the camp of people hoping that doesn't happen anytime soon, and I wish them nothing but the worst heading into the season. <laughs> of course, I think every all, everybody listening can uh, and tuning in can concur with you on that one. Yes, sir. Um, so yeah, I started to talk about it, and then obviously got tangent enough as I have a tendency to do. But uh, Poppy monster so you look around you can't fill his shoes and canasio goes by the board so what do you do you figure hey we can't improve on the offensive side maybe we can improve on the in, in right. defensive side pluck we get mitch mullen wins the gold glove last year at first pickup nice pickup and solid you know, bring him in solid bat lefty he really needs to if there's somebody that's got to sit down with david ortiz it's one mr mitch Moreland, right and he's got to start learning how to take that ball the other way like david learned when he first came to fenway and that that wall is your friend mm-hmm. go ahead and okay you're not gonna hit you're gonna hit uh 15 to 20 homers no big deal because you right. got 45 to 50 doubles right backing those up uh so i i'm excited about him if you can play stud Studly defense over there first, that that'd be great to see. Absolutely, um, and that allows Hanram to go in the DH mostly, and I think he's just going to mash as a DH. You feeling good about that? I do. He's, I mean, he's definitely one of the X factors of this team's success this year. We need big things out of him. I mean, between those two guys, as you're hitting on, like we're going to need to get some serious production, and maybe sprinkling a little panda there. We're going to need some some power numbers from those guys. You mm-hmm. know, Th- thirty-five bombs out of out of. Uh, Hand ran this year. You think so? Oh, yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah. That would be amazing. I mean, he, hit, he hit 30 last year, right? 31? 30, 30, 30, 35 would be 35. pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. He's going to throw in like five to seven more of that muscle that he put on. Dude, you know, when he. Speaking of PEDs, that know, guy's getting huge. Woohoo! Yoked. Um, Dude's a beast. But now we're a little dinged up because, like, Moreland is. He had the flu, I guess, but he's flu. clear to play, I guess, for tomorrow. Right? And, and what, and, uh, but Hanram is a little dinged up. He's not going to be able to play first. So he's just like DH. So now yeah. that was going to be like a little platoonage over there. Right. And so now, like, we might even see like a Josh Rutledge. And yeah, what's up with him? Isn't he dinged up too? Oh, or yeah, something? I think he's dinged up too. So who knows who's going to be playing first? Oh, tomorrow. my goodness. Hello, dust off Sam Horn. Get him out there. Uh, Sam Travis didn't make the 25, so we know it's not going to be him. Who uh, knows, so Michael? So it would be interesting to see who we see at the first base tomorrow. I don't know lineups are not. Your boy Selsky, maybe. Quite possibly. <laughs> Stevie Selsky. <laughs> Steve Selsky, bro. Get, get there, buddy. So uh, I am excited to see, um, you know, a little uh, friend of the program, Robbie Scott, back on the uh, making the club this year yeah. as a lefty out of the bullpen. I liked his stuff at One the end of fans. last year. So, uh, we, you know, we wish him well and, uh, you know, a long career as a lefty out of the pen for the Sox. Oh, yeah, baby. Be effective, baby. Be effective. Steve Selsky getting the nod at first. <laughs> is, that, is that the call? I'd I hope see not. It, I hope you know? not. We shall see. Manhattan Beach is own, I think. Is he? He's a local product. Nice. Let me confirm that. And according to ESPN, that's confirmed, sir. Confirmed. Confirmed. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously there's a few concerns heading into the league, but, I mean, heading into the season, rather. But you got to be excited, as we tend to be this time of year, um, you know, looking for that fourth banner since uh, new, o- 04. New season, baby. New start. It's just it's just fantastic. I mean, I can't recall a more talented outfield in my lifetime. And the best defensive outfield in the major leagues. No big deal. Okay, I'm just throwing it out there. No um, big deal. Our rotation is quite loaded at the top. 
So <laughs> at the top. Yes. So, so it, we are gonna, you know, that that towards the end is really gonna be what's crucial this year. No question. And the bullpen. No question. And it seems like we're kind of saying that in in and out. Another guy that I want to see emerge as you know. He's got skills. He's got talent. He's got like the right frame of mind and everything. I want more consistency out of him this year. Xander Bogats. Zandy boy. Yeah, I thought I read a quotation recently where he was saying he doesn't like. I was reading something about clutch players. This was Dombrowski article. Now I'm coming back to me about his uh, you know techniques, etc. And I was reading an article in which they were quoting Bogarts. I don't know when it was from, but he was basically saying that. He does not like pressure situations, oh. which I thought was kind of I was like, man, did he actually say that? Hey, Bogart said that? Is. That's what I read in an article. Yeah, I mean, seems like a strange thing to verbalize if you're a professional. <laughs> yeah, really? No, I don't really want to be in that situation. I mean, I does that, not. was that in the Ruben? I mean, does it, was it lost in translation? Was he really making it say he does like pressure? No, he seems like he's the coolest kid, you know, on the block. He came up as a young stud and formed <sighs> under, you know. He's he's done it under the uh, the bright lights, so who knows, Miguel? Wow. Who knows? I thought it was strange, though. I thought it was strange. Betty, Betty, strange. That but yeah, is strange. When, how did I miss that? I'll, I'll try to pull it. Wow. Um, but yeah, it, it feels like it's every team and it's every season. But you know, naturally, the rotation depth, that sixth and seventh starter that you're inevitably going to need, and it seems like we're that inevitability might be closer than we wanted it to be. Um, and the you know your relief core, it's going to be tested, and that seems the bullpen right now, especially with Thornburg going down, seems like probably the most glaring thing that we're going to be worried about. They seem high in this Ben Taylor kid. I didn't see a lot of spring training, right. but you know I'm all for somebody emerging. You know, it's like I mean it's probably about time you get kind of I guess begrudgingly I get rid of Koji, but. You know, and they get rid of Tazawa, so it's like there's right. two more slots in there for guys to, you know, kind of step up and improve themselves. Kind of the slots that, you know, were taken by the the Matt Bonds and the Heath Hembrys the past couple of years. So right. he's a guy I'd like to see step up, and maybe be in that eighth inning mix this season. Absolutely, you know? yeah. I mean, he had some hot streaks there for a while. When he came up last year, he was looking good, and yeah. we'll see. We're definitely gonna we're gonna need him. What what were there? There was some rule changes, wasn't there this season? Let me uh, consult with my books. Yeah, consult, I consult the interwebs. Sure but, thing. you know, man, if Pomeranz turns out like this is going to be a problem, I mean, this should, the statute's limitations should not have been expired on us getting Espinosa back. Right. I mean, that should be a full year. I think at least a year, maybe a couple of years. You know? I mean, as soon as he gotta, starts performing, I like, guess. You know all, what? Man. I guess all these deals are by beware. I mean, there's no lemon law in the friggin' uh, no major, major league baseball. No Maybe that loss. needs to be a rule change for next season. It could be. Oof. Could be. So they're going with uh, Rick Porcello out of the gate tomorrow. Uh, you know he deserves it. I mean the guy won the Cy Young. What else are you going to do? Yeah, um, kind of just even even still under the radar as the Cy. You know, yeah, the defending Cy Young winner. How do you feel about Ricky's year this year? You feel like he's going to uh, take a step back naturally? Do you feel like it's inevitable or? You almost think that, but you know, I'm I'm almost preparing my mind for that just to kind of just keep the bar low on right. everybody because you know after his year last year, it's like that's a pretty high bar. But 
also maybe it's this is a situation of him just being at that point in his career. This is a guy that really kind of came up early right. and kind of had to learn on the fly and like you know what was probably bewildering to him like the first 3 or 4 years in the league, you know, is now like kind of pay dividends and this guy's like a wily veteran hasn't even turned 30 yet, you know. Right. So um you know, uh, I I'm you know I'm penciling him in for an ERA in the low threes and, you know, probably over 15 wins. Sounds good you to me. Know? Sounds good to me. So, And what about Sale? Are you feeling, uh, feeling Cy Youngy? I don't think Cy Young. That's too much to put on him. But He's you know, the uh, favorite in the AL. According is he? To, uh, yeah, some, I don't know if it's Vegas odds or what. But I mean, all the best pitches are in the National League right now. Uh, you know, when you think about it. Really, like yeah. who, I mean, a guy who's uh, kind of he came back last year after surgery, but now the second year back, you Davish, I think is going to be a guy that's going to be in the mix. And you, obviously, I'm just all over the Rangers this year. Seems like you are. You know? yeah. Gee whiz! I got Roofnet Odor on my fantasy team. I mean, I had to get him. You know, once he punched yeah, Joey Bats in the face, and this is and then like sign a contract, and like the sticking point is a couple horses need to be included in the deal. You just go right. You jet to the top of my draft boards. It's your kind of guy. Yeah, he's my kind of guy. So very odd starting against the Pirates. Yeah, it's weird. It's unfamiliar. You know, uh, interleague starting right off the bat. Pretty crazy. Three games set. I have the Bogarts quote. It's not as, you know, it doesn't seem as like uh, disheartening as one. Give it to me in a Ruben first if you can. Negative. Negative. Uh, surprisingly, Bogarts feels nervous in clutch situations. It's hard. I'm going to be honest, Bogarts told the Providence Journal. I don't really like those type of situations, but you have to play in them. The fans get going, and it makes me kind of nervous. <laughs> That's why I ask for a lot of timeouts, just to relax. That's nah, not as bad. It's That's not as... cool, man. I mean, the guy is honest. He's still pure. That's great. You don't get that out of Americans. Um you definitely never got that out of David Ortiz. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I'm surprised. I find that a little surprising. But you're right. Hey, whatever. The guy's being honest. Yeah. Who doesn't feel nervous in that? You know. It's true. I mean, he ain't nervous. He ain't human. It's yeah. it's great. I'm just gonna, in the risk of showing my ignorance here, um, yes. as I do every week. Uh, but uh, w- he was on Team Netherlands in the yes. world on the World Baseball Classic. Is Aruba a Colony of the Netherlands? Uh, or like, what, what was Mum from the Netherlands? Like, what? I mean, I, he's been on that team before, yeah. I would guess so. Um, they, I mean, well, I, don't, I mean, he just has like triple citizenship around. He just bops around from each World Baseball. Class I don't know to how that works. Classic. I know they speak but, Dutch, right? But, There's some weird. I don't know these things, Mike. Don't, well, let's not embarrass maybe, ourselves. Let's, I mean, let, maybe our, fan, our, We're our fantasy fan. stats guru. Yeah, fantasy yeah. stats guru. Get us back to that. Uh, Geography stats guru. You know, hit us up in the comments section, the YouTube page, or the Octopus page, and let us know the answer to that. Clued in. Um, so the the rotation as it looks now is Porcello, and then Lefty Lefty, Sale Erod, then Stephen Wright having the dance in Duckler Bear coming back. you got to love that. And then... Uh, I guess coming back with Porcello. Fair enough. You know, and then Pomeranzo. That's what they can see because with the the day off Tuesday, yeah, they can push him back that one other day. So that's what they're doing. So Aruba is a Dutch island off the coast of Venezuela. It's uh, yeah, it's part of. It's like the uh, the Dutch 
You know, we ha- there's like the British Isles. Yeah. So that Aruba is a uh, is part of the Kingdom of the Netherlands. Wow. I totally didn't know where Aruba was. I thought that was somewhere else. Aruba. I only know about it from that cool smash cool? hit from <laughs> Are you throwing around those schools again? <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> oh boy. Full circle. What what are you, what's your feelings on Sandy Leon this year? I mean, does he keep, you know, propelling One forward? Of your faves. I mean uh, my faves, Christian Vasquez. So I'm, I'm thinking was, he's gonna be overtaken. I think he's gonna be overtaken as well. Uh I wouldn't be. I mean, I'd be surprised if he continues to play like Ted Williams that in clips. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised to see what does Knuckle come up from from Pawtucket. All Blake Swihart. Blake Swihart. Yeah, even though he had a little bout with the yips there for a minute, um, I think they made a mistake putting him in the outfield. They probably um, did in hindsight. Yes, but they were just grafting at anybody they were, who could they hit were. up there. You know, but uh, you got to like that kid too. He's come up and done his thing at times. So um, I think Sandy's gonna. You know, he's going to take a backseat to Vasquez. I mean, especially the kid defensively. The kid is ridiculous. Although old Sandy, little future trivia down the line, someday we might be at a bar and we'll have to know that Sandy Leon hit home runs from both sides of the plate in the same inning in that one game, one preseason game here. Did he? Yeah. He hit Early in this one season? inning, just like a week ago. Oh, man, I he missed that. He hit bombs that's, that's... from both sides of the plate in one inning. That's like Fernando Tatis like. That right is there. ridiculous, Holy man. Holy cow, that is ridiculous. It is Pre- completely ridiculous, Pre- man. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Um, Who else? How about Petey? How are you feeling about Petey? I'm, ex- I'm so, so stoked about Petey this year. Um, he, if he can stay healthy, and you know, they they just they have guys like Marco Hernandez. Did he even make the club? No, 25? he's. That's insane. Tuck it, yeah. He had a great spring. Yeah, you know, maybe once they get all that, you know, ironed out with you know guys playing first and not just you know right. throwing whoever can get in there. But I mean, he had a great spring, and he yeah. he can be that kind of utility guy, especially if he's going to hit because he's a you know like right now you have Rutledge as that utility guy, and he's really not a plus glove guy. Right, Rutledge, you know, he's more of a, a bat. Right, so it's going to be interesting to see how, how that shakes out. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, it's it's off. Yeah, but are you telling me wrap up? I got you. Remember how we're in here next, so we're gonna wrap it up here in three and four. Thanks, guys. Um, so what? Um, I mean, we, got, we really can wrap it up right now. <laughs> to be honest, uh, any closing like thoughts? It. You well, you you just got out of the studio with the band. What, yes. What's the story? You guys got the se- uh, the second album cooking the right now. Second album. Yes. Yes. The North. Uh, yeah, we're recording a uh, ten to twelve song album, an LP. And when can we expect this to drop? Well, we're hoping about July or so. So it's okay. gonna. You know, we're just we're in the early stages of starting to track drums and guitars, and it's exciting. But. I love that. And uh, find out more about the North. You go to the northla.com. That is correct. Yeah, or we're all over social media at the North LA. I love that. And what's your Twitter handle again? It's at dehas. D e e h a a s. Yeah. So hit up the dehas. Ask him about the North. Ask him about the Red Sox. Yes. Tell him how horrible a job we did this week on the show. Hit us in the comment section. We love it. But we're here every Sunday night, gang. Like I say, a little bit after 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, For Denny Harris, I'm Mike Conley. This has been another edition of Red Sox Rap 360. Go Sox! Happy birthday, Al Nippa!
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.